This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. We're resuming our shirim and daily bitachan. Um, this actually happened because uh, I actually took a break from it um, for a very, very long time, and I've gotten feedback since, which I recently checked on the email that's associated with the account. Um, and I, I want to just remind all our listeners that this is really what prompts and makes the show. If you want the show to continue, the best way to do that is to generate it yourself. Even dropping by a feedback just that you you know like listening to the show or um, if you have a question or you know uh, you want to you know ask uh, you know something about it or even to criticize anything that really just shows that there's interest in the show and I, I I've seen that there you know there has been since I've t- taken a, a very very long break from doing any episodes um, and it seems that there's a there's there's a real uh, beakish there's a real wanting for you know to, to continue and I'm, I'm happy to do it. But um, the way to really continue and to generate future episodes is actually in the listeners' hands. The more emails that are sent, the more feedback that I get, um, the more I know that this is something that the Seber is interested in listening to. And uh, I'm more than happy to, you know, in, in my small way, help out in, in, uh, in, in, this, uh, in this manner. Okay. So if anyone, um, you know, just to, to quickly say over the email address, the email address to send anything, questions, comments, criticism, anything, is dbitachon at gmail.com. That's D as in David, B-I-T-A-C-H-O-N at gmail.com. Okay, so this is going to be a relatively short share. I, I, at least that's what I intend on it being, aside from the introduction. Um, and <clears throat> basically, I just want to address some things that uh, that I refined um, over the time that I that I took a, a extended break from this from these episodes and basically like this we we um, a couple of times touched upon the concept of bitachan being a vada a guarantee for something that a person wants or not right and there's supposed to be this big debate um, famously there's the supposed the supposed opinion of the chaznish I don't think that's a word uh, this that uh, the world assumes that there's a, there's an opinion of the Chaznish that's out there that um, he says in the Munim Bitachan Parak Beis that only a Navi can predict the future and therefore Bitachan that's that's not what it is that's not what Bitachan is. To be clear, um, to be clear, the, there are Rishonim that that openly hold this. The Ramban holds this and he holds it even by a Russia as long as he's Bitach, this will actually achieve results. And he learns this from the pasuk Vabitach Pasham Chasid Yisav Venu. Again, um, even a Russia that's Bitech Vashem, as long as he's Habitech Vashem, is automatically Chasid Save Venu. He's going to um, have a Yeshua, he's going to have salvation. The Vilna Goin also learns this. Um, and the Chavetz Chaim famously said that although the Chavetz, uh, the Chavetz clearly um, says not like this, and you could even say he Paskin's not like this, um, in, in Shar Gim, in Paragimon, in the, in Shar Bitochen. Where the Chavis Avavas details in the fourth Hakdam, I believe, um, that you know, just like any relationship where a person expects something from someone, so it has to go both ways. You know, if you want someone to do favors for you, you have to do favors for him. So too, a person that's a Russia can't expect that Hashem is going to do favors um, for him because he's not listening to Hashem's mitzvahs. But the Chavetz Chaim famously 
said that we don't pass him like the Chayvus Avavis, the Halacha is like the Ramban, and, uh, you know, and, and, and by extension, you know, the, the Vonagoyin as well, and that even in Russia, that's Beterach Pashem Chesed Seyvenu. Interestingly, actually, there is a very, um, there's a very strong point that we can infer from the Chayvus Avavis, from the fact that he says that Bitochen can be understood as a relationship where one party can expect something from the other. In other words, I'll do one thing and you'll do something for me. That's um, very much not like what we spoke about in Bitachan being a business, um, which is which is a, a little bit of a strange thing. Like, you know, the logic that we explained in that in that episode was that uh, Bitachan is not a geshef, it's not a business. So, you know, it's not like, uh, okay, I'll do this for you and, I'll, and you'll do this for me, tit for tat. Bitachan is, I'm, I'm trusting in you, finish, like a baby in his mother's arms. Like uh, like David Amalf says, so how could this be reconciled? So it, it could be that th- there is a, a, you know, sort of a, a nuance over here that differentiates between the two. Um, that the the attitude that perhaps is wrong is a person looking at this, you know, solely, in, you know, strictly in the narrow view of like a tit-for-tat relationship. I'm going to do things for you, Hashem, mitzvahs, Torah, etc. And you're going to do things for me. I'm going to have to be and, and rely on you that you have to pay me back, so to speak. The pay me back, those words... That, that's like you, you owe it to me because I did this for you. That's kishaf. That's business. But um, just you know, simply being b'teich Hashem and assuming that like a mother's going to take care and do whatever's best for you and fulfill you know whatever whatever your desires are. Um, that simplicity, that simplicity, and that's what the baby really feels. The baby doesn't think that even when his mother's bringing him for a shot. If you think about this, the baby doesn't think that the mother's going to actually allow a shot to pain him, right? Now, when the shot does pain him, the baby still realizes that the mother is is taking care of him in the best way possible. But the baby still assumes that the mother is going to take care of the actual pain. So the the truth is that the the true attitude of bitachin is that Hashem will actually heal the pain and give the specific Yeshua that the person wishes. Um, and if it doesn't happen, well. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. And if it, if it doesn't happen, then there could be various reasons for why it didn't happen. But that's almost like something that you only deal with in the aftermath. If a particular Yeshua didn't come to be at this moment, okay, so then there's Ratzon Hashem. There's, there's different reasons, you know, why Hashem did it. But that's just like a, a Gzeiro that you don't have to think about in the, in the before stage. And obviously a person has to be careful that, first of all, he's holding by the level of Bitochen, that he really, really re- is relying on Hashem, that Hashem is going to help him out. And it's not just lip service. It's not just uh, even mind service, so to speak. He really has to be feeling calm and free of anxiety. That's the litmus test. Does he have any anxiety? Does he have any fear in his heart? You know, a person could go spend a lot of money on Shabbos, but when he walks out of the store, if he feels like, ah, you know, this was a ripoff, well, th- that's not bitachin. <laughs> Obviously, the, the defining nature of bitachin is the state of equilibrium and um, serenity, menuchas and nefesh, like the chayvus of us delineates in in uh, Parag Bays in Shari Bitochen. So you can't fool yourself. It's not a game. But um, as long as the person's going to be mature about it and whether or not he gets the Yeshua, he could just chalk it up to Gzeris Shemayim that he doesn't have to make Hashbainis about um, in the first place before, um, you know, whether or not the Yeshua, the Yeshua comes. Um, then there's there's seemingly no issue with engaging in this type of Bitochen. But obviously, like, like our first episode, you know, this is all about muscle building. You know, you can't, you can't uh, jump so many madrigas. I mean, you, you technically could, but obviously it's not advisable. Um, Bitachin is, however, perhaps the one area in Avedis Hashem that you, 
in a in a dire situation, a person can actually jump many many madrigas. Otherwise, the concept of um, like the Ramban and the girl learned that even a Russia can be Beteach Bashem, otherwise that wouldn't make sense. I mean, a, a Russia all of a sudden being Beteach Bashem is jumping many, many, many Madrigas. Um, you know, he's not holding by anything, he's a Russia. So it's very clear that Bitachin is a very unique area in Avedis Hashem um, that one can, can jump Madrigas, but obviously that, that is a pressing, unique, uh, perhaps emergency type of situation. And and at the end of the day, obviously, the mature attitude of what whatever happens at the end, you know, when 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 that comes to be, let's say the Yeshua doesn't come, so there's there's infinite chesbonus and shemaim. Um, why a particular Yeshua wasn't dealt? That's not something you have to deal with before the, before the actual happening or not happening of the Yeshua. The person could assume that it's more likely for the Yeshua to happen than for water to come out of a faucet when he turns it on. Um, in, in terms of the Chazanish, let's let's go quickly back to that. So, I heard from a Rashiva Rishal Brag, who's who's known as a a, a, a master at the, the in the Sugis of Bitachin, and there are many 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 shiurim from him on this topic, on the topic of Bitachin meaning, and uh, he he said that Rav Shmuel Homener, who's a tremendous tzaddik and very close to the family of the Chazanish, he did his own research and found out that the Chazanish. Um, never really meant that uh, bitachin is not a vaday, and he was just writing for people that don't really have bitachin. And the signet of the entire parak base, really the flow, the whole surah advarim of, of parak base and, and uh, the sefer amuni bitachin of the chaznish, is really directed at a person that has bitachin mizuyev, someone that you know when when tested all of a sudden his bitachin falls apart and his bitachin is just lip service, and there are there are different schoys even. In terms of what the Chazanish wrote, it's it, it's very, very, very likely. Even once, you know, you, you do your own practical research, that the Chazanish is is, is targeting a specific attitude um, of of bitachin that he considers false, but not that the general idea is wrong. It's it's more directed at the person. Now, one can make an argument either way, but again, Shmuel Homer did research by the Chazanish's family. Um, I, I believe it was the Grinemans, and and um, found that that this was. Uh, this wasn't right, and um, I heard also that uh, from Rabbi Saul Brog that someone actually asked of Chaim Kenyevsky, um as well if the Chaznesh really held that Bitachin was a vade and not like it seems to say in the Sefer Muni Bitachin, and he agreed in the affirmative that the Chaznesh actually did hold that um, that Bitachin is a vade, a guarantee, and not only that, but the stipler and the Chazn the um, Rav Chaim Kenyevsky concurred with this as well that the stipler did not want the Sefer Muni Bitachin to be put out for the public. For this very reason alone, that people would make this mistake and and um, and uh, gain a not gain but um, you know develop a misunderstanding of the whole concept of bitachin. Um, the even the chavis of office is very clear many many times uh, where, where he brings open sukkim that um, that that clearly say that the bal bitachin is is batuach, mamish batuach guaranteed in in many many areas uh, basic financial health. It, it, it's just um, it's it's too there's just too much. There's too much out there. Too much for Shainim. You know, too much of a, a massive foothold for for this opinion that uh, it already begs the question. You know, where where is the Chazanish coming from? And um, obviously, if it would be a real Chazanish, so finished. So we don't understand the Chazanish, and that's it. Too bad on us. But but it seems to be that the whole Chazanish is in question. So I I, I want to just um, reverse 
uh, and, and backtrack if I ever said in previous episodes about, you know, such an opinion that holds Bitochlin is not a Vade, and I'm going to, you know, take that back. Obviously, you know, this is like any other sugya. We grow in our understanding as, as we move on and as we, you know, as we learn more and more about it. And, uh, and obviously there's the South Coast process as well. And that's, that's definitely the main, the main thing. Um, this episode turned out to be a lot longer than I expected, but, um, it's uh, refreshing and enlightening to see the feedback that I've gotten. And again, continue to send feedback. That is how the shear is prompted to develop and to continue. The email address to send anything, any comments, questions, um, points, you know, if you want something to be spoken about specifically, um, or, or criticism. Criticism is very, very welcome. The email address is dbitachon at gmail.com. That's D-B-I-T-A-C-H-O-N at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day.